0: everybody! Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. We're on episode 107 of my little wrestling recap show where once a week, sometimes twice a week, I go through all of the major WWE and AEW shows. Give you the recap, let you know what's going on storyline-wise with both of the companies. Talk about all the matches, and at the end of the show, I give out my three stars, of the week awarding my three favorite matches that i witnessed with my eyeballs and we're doing a special episode today when there is a big old pay-per-view i will do a separate review for that and today we are reviewing the big one one of the big four of the wwe it is the 2024 royal rumble baby we are in florida for this one in front of like over 40,000 people, they said, and we are kicking this show off with Pat McAfee, who is joining commentary. Michael Cole damn near faints because he is so damn excited. I don't know if anyone in the world is a bigger fanboy of Pat McAfee than Michael Cole. This Michael Cole loves Pat McAfee so damn much, his life is not complete when Pat McAfee is not around him, so... This is good. This is very good for Michael Cole. Never been a Michael Cole guy. He's just kind of been there. Heal Michael Cole is one of the worst things that has ever happened to us. But Michael Cole with Pat McAfee, one of the better things. One of the better things that Michael Cole has has ever done. So, There you go. We got Pat McAfee. He's excited. I'm excited. You excited. Let's get into it. The first match of the show is the 30 women Royal Rumble match. Let's get into it. Number one is Natalia, and number two is a big one, y'all. It is the returning Naomi. Oh my goodness. So Naomi walked out of the company with... um, Sasha Banks uh, two years ago now it was a while back walked out of the company they were holding the women's tag team championships at the time and they both walk out Sasha Banks goes on to New Japan and don't really know what's been going on with her I have not been able to keep up with her very much but Naomi on the other hand she went off to Impact Wrestling uh, now TNA Wrestling she was the champion she was a big deal over there I saw her live in Toronto. She was awesome. Trinity was an awesome member of Impact. I know it's going to be a big blow for them to lose her, but back in the WWE, man, like oh man, that was a huge surprise for me. Uh when her music hit, like I was looking at my wife like, "Hold on a minute. I know that song." Like And then like she came out and it just hit us like holy fuck. So Naomi coming out at number two. Crowd is going nuts. I'm going nuts. It's awesome. So we're starting off with those two and here we go. So I'm not going to go through every single entrant and elimination. We're just going to kind of go through the Coles notes, but there's a lot of them. So let's go. Candace LeRae hits a backstabber, landing onto Natalia. thought that was pretty cool. And here's another big surprise, y'all. Number five is the TNA women's champion, Jordan Grace. Holy shit. Again, I heard this music. I was like, what the fuck? Like, am I watching the right program right now? We got TNA, and they said TNA. She comes out wearing the championship belt. Whoa, dude. I did not see that one coming, and... On it like Jordan Grace, big girl, uh, very, very powerful. And when I saw her in the WWE ring, I looked over at my wife, I'm like, she doesn't look that big in the WWE ring, but she looks right, man. Like, Jordan Grace is uh, looks like a WWE superstar, she looks so good in that ring. And yeah, what another huge surprise right here. Early off, we got Asuka, she enters at number seven to Bailey's surprise, Bailey. Uh, she is in there. She thought she was the only member of Damage Control in the Rumble, but there's Asuka. So, Bailey eliminates Hartwell. She That is the first women out of the Royal Rumble, and here comes Bianca Belair. She enters at number 10, and she is on fire, slamming everyone, hitting a splash on three women at the same time. That was pretty wicked and now we got three members of damage control are in the ring together we got Kyrie, zane sam or oscar uh, and bailey all together but then zane and oscar are eliminated back to back leaving bailey all by herself oh no Belair hits jordan grace with a K.O.D. on the apron eliminating her that was awesome thumbs up for that elimination We got Piper Nevin. She enters, catching her friend Chelsea Green, saving her from elimination on the way down. That was a great little spot and here comes Nia Jax the big powerhouse she enters at number 19 and she goes on an elimination spree and at that during that moment poor Chelsea Green is squished in between Piper and Nia Jax who are are fighting each other poor Chelsea caught in the middle of it so funny that was awesome thumbs up for that moment Naya Jax gets ganged up on, but she powers out of all of the women, including Piper and Piper is eliminated by Naya Jax. that was just a very powerful moment. like like it would be like a kind of a normal thing with just the women but having Piper in there as well that's that's very telling. Like, Piper is big and powerful herself. We got Becky Lynch the powerhouse. she enters at 21. she slows down Naya's path of destruction. Zoe and Shayna Baszler, they team up eliminating Selena Vega together, dropping her over the rope onto Alba Fire. That looked painful. We got Nia Jax goes on her second elimination spree. But here comes Jade Cargill making her in-ring debut at number 28. She gets a huge pop. And then she lifts up Nia Jax and eliminates her. Huge elimination. Here comes number 30. It's the returning Liv Morgan, who comes out to kind of a, eh, okay, kind of cheer, but all right. Card throws out Becky Lynch and Naomi back-to-back. That Naomi was in there for a long time. Here comes Tiffany Stratton. She's hanging on for dear life using Bianca's ponytail. That would hurt bailey kicks them both out and we got the final three is jade cardgill Liv morgan and bailey all three women fighting on the apron Liv morgan hits oblivion on cardgill cardgill is eliminated and bailey pushes off Liv. bailey is the winner of the women's 2024 royal rumble baby oh fuck yeah and a little humble plug right there i predicted that one correctly I really had no idea who I was picking for the Rumble, and then Bailey's name came to my head. It all made so much sense to be her, and there it is—they went with Bailey. It feels so right. I mean, one of the OGs of the women's revolution, one of the one of the big one, right? So, really nice to see her getting her t- her moment right here, and I-, I hope she gets it done at Mania. It's going to be interesting to see uh, who she's going to pick. Uh, that's for sure. But yeah, kicking off this Royal Rumble with Naomi, that was just fantastic. And she had a great run lasting over an hour. That's that's awesome. Bailey had a really good run as well. She was also, I think she was number three. And she lasted a really long time as well. 63 minutes, I think it was. I really liked the performance of Nia Jax and Piper Niven. That was great. Also, a little shout out to Chelsea Green adding in a, a good amount of comedy in there. That was really nice to see uh no big legendary women appearances like i was really really hoping for a trish stratus i am missing my girl trish uh seeing jordan grace though that was insane for me that was so wild her coming out with the championship and everything uh commentary was saying tna multiple times so is there a working relationship there i have no idea i would not be shocked to see jordan grace in a wwe ring sooner rather than later and then you got Jade Cargill. Her debut in the Rumble, I thought that was awesome. Really came to me about halfway through the Rumble. I'm like, oh fuck. This this is going to be where Jade Cargill comes out. And I was one pick off. I think I had her at twenty seven. She came out twenty-eight. But uh that was really fucking awesome. She made a pretty big impact. She did struggle to pick up Naya. I, you know, there was a little bit of a A struggle to get her up, but she got it done. A few slip-ups here and there, like I said, but still a great, enjoyable rumble overall. 8 out of 10. Now we move on. It is the Universal Championship match, Fatal 4-Way. Surprised they're going with this one next, but here we go. Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman defending against Randy Orton, LA Knight, yeah, and AJ Styles. LA Knight, yeah, hits Roman with the BFT. The pinfall is broken up accidentally by AJ Styles. Roman hit with a Styles clash. LA Knight there to break up the pinfall. Orton going on an RKO spree, but Solo Sokoa stops the pinfall. Samoan spike to Randy Orton and LA Knight, but Solo misses Styles, blasting himself through the barricade. Whoopsie-daisy. AJ Styles hits a phenomenal forearm on Roman we got a near fall Roman counters a BFT pushing Knight into Styles Reigns hits AJ with a spear pins and retains Roman successfully defends in his first fatal four-way as the champion and Roman you know he took a lot of punishment I thought Roman was selling in this match really really well uh, the solo Sokoa interference, yes, was annoying, but overall, I felt the the bloodline interference was pretty minimal. It didn't ruin the match. We all knew it was going to be in there. That's just how it's going to be, but didn't ruin the match. Orton, AJ, and Knight all getting close. They each had a moment where it was a they got a nice close near fall. Looks like they could have won, but you know, coming into this one, I I really had no feeling that Roman was going to lose this one. Uh, just wasn't going to be in the cards for the other three, but yes, uh, I still thought it was better than expected. I still thought it was a pretty good match. 7 out of 10. Now we move to the other championship match. United States championship match. Logan Paul defending against Kevin Owens. Logan Paul dives to the outside, lands hard on his arm. That looked really painful. Logan hits a buckshot lariat and a frog splash. Kevin Owens kicks out of that. Kevin Owens is hit with the knockout punch. He goes down, but he kicks out. And then some dude shows up. I'm guessing one of Logan Paul's friends or something. He's distracting the referee. Here comes Austin Theory. He runs down, passes Logan the brass knuckles. Paul swings, but misses. Kevin Owens steals the knucks, cracks Paul in the face, pins, and no! United. Wait a second. No, the referee sees the brass knuckles on Kevin Owens' hand decision is reverse. Kevin Owens is disqualified Logan Paul defends and retains the championship by default the two greatest words in the English dictionary but honestly that was lame as fuck Logan though you know he was taking a whooping in this match by Kevin his chest was covered in handprints so he, he was getting it for sure from Kevin and Logan Paul doing better against Kevin honestly than I expected he did take, like I said, he took a weapon. He came back. He kept getting up. Uh, the shenanigans finish was fine until they re- reversed that decision. I don't feel the chemistry at all between Logan and Kevin Owens. It's, it's just not there. Like, I, I could just see it on Kevin. I don't think he wants to do this at all with Logan Paul. Uh, not the best Logan Paul match. I felt Logan did fine. He wasn't bad. There wasn't, like, big mistakes or anything. It's just, it wasn't there. And the magic maybe around Logan Paul now that he's had a few matches. We know what he's about. He's better than we expected. But maybe he's starting to become a little bit of a one-trick pony. We'll see. But it wasn't bad. Still not good. 6 out of 10. And, yeah, I am uh, devastated that Logan Paul is still the champion. I think it's bad. For the company like yes I know you're getting the exposure with Logan Paul but having champions in the WWE that don't defend the championship on a regular basis is becoming all too of the norm in this company Roman Reigns defending every third fourth month prior to that Brock Lesnar defending once a year like that kind of shit doesn't fly and um, yeah so far with uh, Logan Paul as the United States champion. It's not been, like, bad or anything. It's just unnecessary. I think it's a bad idea. You shouldn't have Logan as a champion. You should have him coming in fighting fun opponents. And, yeah, I I don't like the idea of him being a champion. So we'll move on now to the main event of the show. It is the 30 men's. The 30 men, 30 man, 30 man Royal Rumble match. Number one is Jey Uso. And number two, you guessed it. It's Jimmy Uso. We got the Battle of the Brothers kicking off this rumble. Neither of them like each other. So, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. It would have been a lot more fun if they actually liked each other and then they had to fight each other. But, you know, this just kind of felt like two bros going at it. They don't like each other. So, you know, it was it was neat. It was neat. It was fine. We got number four is the returning Andrade El Idolo. Kind of the worst-kept secret that Andrade was going to be coming back to the WWE. His girlfriend, wife, whatever Charlotte Flair is here, his run in AEW was was not very good. It wasn't bad. It's just the hype around Andrade. He's just never really lived up to it over there in AEW. Lots of uh, starts and stops over there. So, you know, hopefully Andrade can get back into his form that he was in nxt i thought he was outstanding in nxt so hopefully we get some of that so andrade's here number five is carmelo hayes makes the first elimination of the royal rumble match throwing out grayson waller we got carlito enters at number nine pulls out the apple from his trunks grabs the apple and spits it in escobar's face that's not cool aop not in the match They're distracting Bobby Lashley. Karrion Cross already eliminated, but he takes Bobby Lashley with him. Number 15, here comes Cody Rhodes. He eliminates Austin Theory. Hits Shinsuke with a crossroads, eliminating him as well. And here comes Braun Breaker. He enters at number 20, and he is an absolute house of fire. He eliminates Jimmy Uso and Finn Balor. Spears Ivar in midair. I mean, holy shit, that was awesome. Thumbs up for that. Pat McAfee enters the Royal Rumble. He ponders his decision because he is staring at Braun Breaker and a returning almost who has entered the Rumble. He decides I'm just gonna eliminate myself. So there you go. Easy come, easy go for Pat McAfee. R-Truth makes his entrance at number 24. Thinks it's a tag team match. Tries to tag himself in uh, with Dom. Truth gets that hot tag from Dom and he goes on a hot tag on Gunther. Fucking hilarious. Thumbs up. Here comes entrant favorite CM Punk. He comes in at number 27, followed by Drew McIntyre at 29. And number 30 is the returning Sami Zayn. So they saved a lot of the big hitters for uh, kind of the final five guys. So we get down to the final four. It's Drew McIntyre, Gunther, Cody Rhodes, and CM Punk. Claymore spree by Drew. He gets a little bit too focused on the trash talking to CM Punk, and he ends up getting eliminated. Rhodes able to pull Gunther over the ropes. Gunther gets eliminated, and we're down to the final two. The favorites coming in, it is CM Punk and Cody Rhodes crossroads cody tries to throw punk over but it is countered into a gts punk goes for another gts but cody counters throws punk over and cody Rhodes wins back to back royal rumbles whoa good opening with this rumble also having the usos starting i i prefer the women's uh beginning more so andrade back in the wwe like i said kind of the worst kept secret but it is still nice to have him back into the fold braun breaker that is my mvp that dude was awesome just going on an absolute tear so much fun to watch him our truth my 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 comedy mvp of the rumble fucking hilarious moment trying to hot tag himself in that was awesome thank you dom for playing along with that cody and cm punk were the predictable favorites i will say that did take away uh, quite a bit from my personal enjoyment of this rumble i really felt nobody had a chance other than cody or cm punk and yeah it, it really did just kind of feel like that uh i didn't notice any real memorable eliminations there weren't any big like no special entrance like there wasn't uh I don't know, like, names... Like, some of the big ones I was hoping maybe to get an appearance, like a Will Ospreay, Okada. I know I was shooting for the moon with those kind of names, but nobody, like, not even, like, a fun legend appearance or something like that. Like, I thought maybe... Maybe they could have done something with Hogan since they've been kind of promoting him a lot and they're in Tampa where he lives or Florida, whatever the fuck. So maybe have Hogan come out. Like, anything like that. It did not have any of that in this rumble. It felt very, very safe. Um, Yeah, and it felt like we were just gonna... We got exactly what we were expecting out of this one, Cody and Punk. Decide between those two guys. Like, I would have loved to see Drew McIntyre steal this one, but... Just wasn't in the cards, even though I think he is probably the best performer in WWE right now. But it is what it is. I thought it was a solid Rumble overall. Gonna give it a six point five out of ten. And that is the end of the show. No no cash ins from Damien. Nothing nothing like that. That's the end of the show. I thought it was a solid I'm I'm gonna say the thing. P L E, the 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 What is that fucking called? The something live event, premium live event. I thought it was solid. The Women's Rumble, that was my favorite match on the card by far. Um, Maybe because it went on first and we get that, you know, I'm very excited for the Rumble. It's one of my favorite pay-per-views. So maybe it had that going for it. The person that I selected to win actually won. So that definitely added into my enjoyment of the Women's Rumble. But it also had better moments. It had better returns fucking jordan grace was in there that was insane like i thought if jordan grace was going to be there surprise me like a moose moose didn't show up in the men's rumble that would have been really cool to see that guy in there you know stuff like that so i thought the women's rumble was very very well done and then the rest of the show was just kind of just kind of went downhill from there so again maybe you should just put the put the one that you know is going to be better on last like they, they've been doing this a lot where, like, the first match is the best one and, like, no one is able to, to catch up to it. And it takes away from the show. It kind of drags the show out. But women killed it. That was great. Fatal four-way match was, was better than I expected. Not, like, a lot better. It was still pretty damn standard to what I was expecting. Roman was going to win. There was going to be shenanigans. Roman's probably going to hit one fucking spear and that's going to be it. But I thought Roman was selling really well i thought his performance was there considering he's never around to perform because i thought that way i thought he did well there everyone had a good moment in the match to shine i thought it was a well-done match united states championship i'm just i'm not into the logan paul thing so yeah that match didn't do a lot for me having kevin owens lose the way he did at least protects him a little bit uh, I just don't like it. I don't like what it's going to do uh, for the actual WWE superstars. Logan Paul is going to leave at some point, And then you're going to have, you know, guys with the reputation of losing to Logan Paul and, and stuff like that. So not liking the Logan Paul stuff. And then the Men's Royal Rumble was just kind of safe, predictable. We knew it was going to be between Punk and Cody Rhodes. That's just how it was going to be. That's just how it is set up. And uh, I also kind of thought maybe, also maybe, they could have maybe brought The Rock in for that Rumble. If they wanted to have a surprise, uh, have Rock win it. Rock wins the Rumble, and then bam, you got Rock Roman set for Mania. And then you can have, like, Punk and Rhodes fight it out. And then maybe lead into a triple threat match for uh, Seth Rollins or something like that. But uh, we'll be talking about the fallout, obviously, of the Rumble on the next uh, recap I already watched Monday Night Raw, so I, I'm. it's very interesting. Uh, the, the the directions they're they're looking to be going with so far, so that'll be interesting to talk about. But um, overall, I thought the show was pretty good. A little bit of a letdown, like it's the Royal Rumble. I love it. I, I get very excited. This is the kickoff for the road to WrestleMania, and a lot of big things get set up at this show. And, you know, I was a little bit let down, going to give it a 65 out of 10, I mean, both the Rumbles are still worth watching. Of course, the Royal Rumbles. I think even bad Rumbles are still worth watching. Every Rumble's a lot of fun, at least in my opinion. So you can't go wrong with watching the Rumbles, but the stuff in the middle, the two ma- the two title matches in there just didn't do a lot for me. Felt just, I, I just didn't have any anything behind them. There's no oomph behind those matches. Like, we all knew we fail four-way was going, Roman's winning, and with the Logan Paul stuff, like, it's been, I've seen it all now, I think, with Logan Paul, so I've seen what he can do, I'm impressed, but I, I don't want him as a champion, it just doesn't work for me, but there we go, so there is the Royal Rumble pay-per-view review, sorry it's a little bit later than I would have liked it, but let me know, what did you guys think of the Royal Rumble, how did you do on predictions, I think I went... Uh, two for four I got the women's rumble right with Bailey I got Ro- Roman winning the fatal four-way correct I my heart said Kevin Owens but I knew it was going to be Logan and with the men's rumble I think I picked um I picked CM Punk but uh we'll find out on the next episode why maybe CM Punk didn't win the rumble we'll talk about that on uh on the next episode but uh we'll see where it goes regardless Cody Rhodes the first back-to-back winner of the Rumble since I think it was Stone Cold that did it in the late '90s. So pretty big deal, you know. Honestly, I I didn't even fucking remember that Cody won the Rumble last year. I had to I rewatched last year's Rumble and I was like, oh yeah, that fucking dude won it. That's that's awesome. But uh, that's what happens when they don't pull the trigger on the on the big Rumble win. Cody didn't win it last year at the Rumble. Is he going to do it this year? They better fucking hope so because I can't take another goddamn year of Roman Reigns part time in this shit. So there you go. That's my review 6.5 out of 10. Um, Solid, but not. Great. Definitely not going to go down as the best Rumble, but it could be one of the better Women's Royal Rumbles overall so far. It's only I think this is only the eighth one they've had, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Definitely, if you can only check out one Rumble, check out the Women's Rumble. Definitely a good time. Especially if you're a TNA fan, that was insane for me to see Jordan Grace. That that's so crazy. Um, but yeah, there you go, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and or watching. Go follow along on Twitter if you'd like to. Link is in the description. I upload all of these to the YouTube channel <clears throat> Gamer GX videos. Link is also in the description. Subscribe over there. I'd love for y'all to drop some comments, questions, concerns over there. Send in questions related to video games, wrestling, hockey, podcasting, anything. Love to carve out some time and answer your questions live on the podcast. That'd be great. email address, all that stuff. Just make sure you're reviewing, following along with the podcast really helps me out and all that great stuff. And we'll be back again with some more GX+ cast.) <laughs>